0: welcome back to the turn the music podcast this is episode 30 we're on measure 15 of the spirit of music i didn't screw that up this week that's like the first time in like three weeks um I forget my name, but CJ is here to tell me what it is. And, uh, hello, Kyle. Oh, that's my name. That's uh, <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> we are here to talk about the spirit of music. We got CJ. Apparently, my name is Kyle. And, um, we'll go from there. How are you, sir?
1: Doing all right. It's, uh, we're recording a little early in this week. And I keep thinking that the week is over. Because, <laughs> It's so only one
0: co- day early, though. It's, I mean, typically we're on a Wednesday, so it's oh, Tuesday. Oh, that's true. So yeah, but that just goes to but show. Last you, week was Thursday, so
1: that just goes to show you how messed up this week is. Like, I don't really know where I'm at. So, how about yourself? Yep, about the same. <laughs> After this Friday passes, I think I'll, I'll be in, in a better, better spot. I won't well, that's feel, good. I won't feel as burnt out. No, last Friday, I did do, um, or this past Friday, I should say, I did do a fire for a few hours. It was very nice. Cool. Sit outside, just let it go. I just kept throwing logs into the fire. But at some point, I had to cover it because I needed it to go out, right? Right. So I put it down. I covered it. And then the next morning, I had to take the dog out. So I was just out of curiosity. I tapped it. It was still hot. (laughs) that's how much that's how hot that that got i was like oh i was yeah it's and i was like that's impressive but i did Mm -hmm. cover it when there was still a pretty decent flame so next time i know not to do that.
0: (laughs) i haven't done a fire since you left
1: really not even a fire pit like
0: i never got a fire
1: pit yeah but you could you could totally make something happen back there without a fire pit i could could potentially create a forest fire but you (laughs) could
0: burn the chickens next door have a little have a barbecue (laughs)
1: you should totally use your fireplace uh we're getting close to that weather yeah so well i mean that if you get that going that heats up pretty good in that area yeah you probably you like if you even if you hang down in that room Mm -hmm. it keeps it pretty warm i'm just shocked like we when when i was there we were talking like where the chimney goes in the house because of how your house is set up Mm -hmm. i'm just shocked that they didn't potentially tap into that and put a fireplace in the next floor
0: yeah Yeah. me too
1: and i'm sure there's a reason i'm sure there's some engineering reasons behind it Mm -hmm. but it it would have been cool because then you would add like two fireplaces easily Yeah. yeah anyway are you listening to anything good
0: um still got the some Will and Jennies going. In fact, let's play a little bit more of them because yeah. they have a really cool cover. Do it do it. Of this tune. Uh. So I'm really liking them. They're they're a really great group.
1: I I, I know you're talking.
0: I should probably unmute myself.
1: <laughs> I don't know. So listen, that recording is fantastic. On my end, I didn't hear anything, but I'm sure everybody heard everything else.
0: <laughs> you didn't hear that?
1: No, I heard the music. Oh, okay, good. You're I just didn't hear talking. you talking, yeah. which is I forgot you know, to unmute myself. I'd rather hear the music anyway, so that's yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. They're they're really good. I'm yeah, they really are. I'm really enjoying they're,
1: them. So they're very talented. Yeah.
0: And then, um, so on Sunday I played, um. Jordan Rudis hearing Empire State of Mind for the first time. So I've been listening to some Jordan Rudis, and this is um, off of his album called Rockestra, and this is called Rush.
1: Wait, you played this on su- Sunday? Ooh. Sorry. Did you play this on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, you totally did play it on Sunday.
0: I played a little, this, a little bit of this on oh, Sunday. That's right, so. that's right. Yeah, this is the opening track to Rockestra called Rush. So uh, just another great album um Jordan Rudis. and he's got a whole bunch of other solo stuff and he of course is the um the keyboard player for dream theater
1: right so. and that's why his stuff is so uh epic and and yeah. fantastical and and you played it two Sundays ago because after this episode comes out it would have been like three right. Sundays ago no 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 it's I'm just yeah. timeline wise I'm thinking so it's about that that's cool yep but
0: yeah and I was actually watching um an interview, a masterclass that he was giving for Sweetwater. And it was interesting because <clears throat> he, um, he started playing, I think when he was in the second grade, he said, and then like by the eight, by age nine, he was studying at Juilliard and studied there for 10 years.
1: That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. My, uh, I, I remember working with somebody at Apple and their son was doing that. Like oh, yeah? his son is like in his early twenties and like working on his second masters or whatever. And he was in, he went he was playing piano, Juilliard, everything you could think of. Mm-hmm. And just some of the stuff that he was telling me. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah.
0: He was he was telling the story. He said that when he was in the second grade, they had one of those little kitty pianos in, in his school, um, like in the classroom, and he was accompanying the other kids while they were singing. And the teacher called up his parents and said, Oh, you know, his lessons are going really really well. And she goes, we're not giving him lessons. He's just doing that on his own. Like, <laughs> so they immediately bought a piano and he started studying. And then, you know, the rest is
1: so pro- history, So prodigy. Yes. Yeah. For pro- sure. Prodigy <laughs> on the piano. Yep. That's fantastic.
0: So that's what I've been listening to. He has led me down another rabbit hole of things that I want to do. And, um, I think I'm going to be spending some money soon, but we'll on see. Seaboard. So. Seaboard, board. Yeah. Uh, so it is a, it's a MIDI controller. Um, okay. but it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a piano shape, but it's not a piano key. So like where the the notes would be on a piano, they're little bumps. And oh, it's I know a what you're talking about. Surface, so yes. you can like slide and yes. do vibrato and do all sorts of crazy stuff. So I've wanted one for a long time. They're not as expensive as I thought they were. Um, So I might splurge on one, but then I look at my desk and I go, well, I got no room for it, so now I gotta worry about what I'm gonna do with the desk, and I do need a a new desk revamp. I've been thinking about that for a while, so yeah. That's what I'm thinking about.
1: I wanna buy um, one of the electronic horns that have the Mm -hmm. keys to the saxophone. That'd yep. be so much fun.
0: I had an iwi for a while and then I sold it.
1: But the things, the thing is they're not, some of them are not getting great reviews so I don't know where to go. I have to do mm-hmm. a little more research. But yeah. it's like three, four, 500 bucks. It's not that bad but it would be cool mm-hmm. to be able to play. Yeah. You know, that's awesome.
0: So, what about you? Are you still books? I'm still on like audiobooks doing-
1: right now. I can't get out of this series, it's fantastic. the 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 voice actor is phenomenal like he's so good at the different voices, Um, and like like I said last time I'm so intrigued with these characters like I really want to know where they're going like I don't want to stop because I want to find out what happens and I'm on there's 16 books I believe in this series I've listened to the first three I'm currently listening to 3.5 which is taking place based upon us from three and then i'm going to go into number four so it's just it's it's a very well it's not crazy hard to listen to Mm -hmm. like it's not one of those audiobooks you got to like i'm listening to it while i'm driving i can have a conversation and still listen to it you know like if but it's just the way it's done you just you want to know what's happening it's like finding a tv show where you're engulfed in these characters and you're like i got to continue watching it like that's what this feels like so yeah. it's a it's a very good production of it too. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So
0: before we begin.
1: Uh oh. Did Marion um, text you again?
0: No, no. <laughs> um Charlotte in Ohio texted me. Uh-oh. She said, for your dad jokes. Me, I'm not saying a word without my lawyer present. Cop. You are the lawyer. Lawyer. So where's my present? <laughs>
1: That's probably the best one that we've heard. I <laughs> yeah, think that really is one. so well done.
0: So, thank you Charlotte. Thank you Charlotte. That's so and you good. You just sent it to me literally 2 minutes ago. So. That's
1: awesome. That's so good. So, are we going on to this now? I'm showing the book to the camera for yes. people on YouTube. Let's go on to the Spirit
0: but of Music. The
1: spirit of Music by Victor Elfouten. Thank you for joining us on our NPR. Nope, 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 nope. nope. We're not sponsored nope. by NPR. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
0: All right. So this is Measure Fifteen. This uh, chapter is called "A Storefront," and the tagline is, "If you can't convince them, confuse them."
1: This is a continuation.
0: I was leaving silence. <laughs> it's theater.
1: It's theater. It's
0: theater. The only reason I remember that is because I, I listened to the podcast this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's dramatic pause. Theater. Tra-
1: theater. Go ahead. Don't drink your tea. I was <laughs>
0: I was drinking. <laughs> Apple strudel tonight.
1: That sounds delicious. I am I need yes. to make some. I got a new mm-hmm. teapot that I can control Olivia? with my phone so I can change okay. the temperature. I'll oh, right. The, the Govi thing. I'll let you know when I use it, which it's been about two weeks because that's how busy I've been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if we can break the, 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 the grill record. That was what, seven months? Yeah. Because oh you had it before you used it?
1: I have to actually clean it out, too. I haven't had a chance to do that either. Now that it's cooler out, I, I think I could do it. <laughs>
0: All right, so last episode we left off where they were in the music store, and um, Michael had scared off a phaser, and then um, we met Brandon, a new character, and then um, at the end of the chapter, the internet went out in the store, the lights went out, and um, they saw a flashing red light. So that's where we kind of pick up here, and um, let's jump right in. Please. So... Um, internet went down you know, the, the, um, the registers went down and then all of a sudden everything came back. And by the time everything came back, Michael was gone and no one knew where he went. They don't know what happened. He just disappeared. And, um, so they, they kind of talk about it and, and, you know, Seiko was wondering whether it was a phaser and she said, yes, it was because she didn't hear any footsteps um so they basically went out and they went looking for michael and they didn't really know how to start and because of everything that's happened so far in the book they kind of decided decided to go together and um they went outside and they ran into sifu they ran to sifu yes and sifu um,
1: said he said he's, he told him to go back and then he's gonna where did he he goes he goes looking for him and they go back into the store to kind of of a plan
0: yep yep and they were there they they were, you know it's kind of you know dealing with all of this and everything that's been going on they really kind of felt frustrated right away and one of the things that they said was um, we found each other from across the world if we can't find michael in music city you know he's not that far away so um, you know music brought them together so they decide to kind of trust music um, and that's how they found seafood. they by by listening for music right um, and then um, so uh, he said, Victor says, I listened harder. The feeling decreased. I listened easier and the feeling magnified the tingle in my body increased. I spread my arms open. i spread my arms, opening myself to the satisfaction, to the sensation of feeling of assurance sur- surface. Wow. I cannot read tonight. Um, so that, that's when, when Michael realized, Victor realized Michael was not in the store. So that's when they left. So, um,
1: well, and, and, and we, it, should yeah. it, we should, we should, we should. Um, share that uh, Brandon now becomes a part of their group. Yes. Like he goes up yes. and tells the manager, I need to go on a lunch break so he can be a part mm-hmm. of it. And, he, yep. and they're like, we don't know what to do. And he's like, how could you not know what to do? And he goes to run off right. and they stop him. They're like, no, no, no yep. we're going to do this together. And then yep. um, and then uh, once they do go outside after what Kyle just read, uh, the music was more vibrant. All the noises blended together, creating a sympath- symphony symphony of sim, a, symphony, either, a, a symphony of sounds that were not only pleasing they also provided information we could hear yep. the highway the schoolyard and the wind as she whistled through the trees every sound yep. carried a message which I, I really believe that mm-hmm. I really do like I love when it's windy because I just like to sit outside and listen to the wind yeah and so like uh, the night that I, I did the fire it was a little windy it wasn't crazy because if it was I had the flame so high. I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> "It better not blow in the wrong direction." But um, there was just enough of a breeze that, like, sitting there and listening to the fire crackle, and the it was just so. It's so nice to listen and just be a part of that.
0: So while they when they went outside the the um, the store, they had found a bird, and the bird kind of coaxed them into. You know, following it, and eventually led it to a red tail hawk and that red tail hawk eventually led them to Sifu and then with the red tail hawk, they followed that and um for a little while and then a song came on in the van, and it was a debbie Gibson song I th- and I don't remember the name of the song
1: oh it's it's uh it was it was from the electric youth album, yes, right, and they didn't say which song it was, but. I like, the, I like the line, birds always tell the truth. Birds lie. Why do you say that?
0: I don't know. I don't like birds.
1: <laughs> but think about it, though. They do. If something's scary, they, they move. That's true. Like, it's like the things that if, if they're moving, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they do tell you the truth. If they're going that's in the true. direction, they know that that's the safe direction to go. I, really, I, like, I, like, I know that's a simple line, but I thought about it. I'm like, kind of do. Mm -hmm. you know like if we walk up to them they freak out they're like oh that's not good going away yeah so yeah not that i walk up to birds all the time but they don't fly away from me i'm like george costanza (laughs) (laughs) we had a deal we (laughs) We had had a deal deal!
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) oh goodness um so anyway uh so victor started listening to the debbie gibson song that was playing and he recognized the chord progression so if you remember we've talked about numbering chords and this kind of goes into the national number system, but it was a three chord, a four chord, a one chord, and a five chord. And all of a sudden he realized that um his address was three four one five B Pelham Avenue, which I meant to look up to see on Google Maps, just to see where he used to live and what it looks like now and just thought it'd be kinda of weird.
1: Or if that's actually an address? Yes. Is it?
0: I don't know. I oh okay. It up yet.
1: I thought you were saying yes, I just Okay.
0: No, no. I'm I meaning to look it up, yeah. and I just haven't done it yet. Um, so they raced over to to Victor's house, um, and yeah, they um, he everyone kind of ran inside and um, looked for Michael, and Michael wasn't there. And stop me if you need me to.
1: No, I'm listen- I'm, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm kind of
0: going quickly, um, and then they realized he wasn't in the house. They went outside. Um, And a rock fell out of a tree, and Michael was sitting up in a tree. Actually, no, sorry. They looked at the. He saw a footprint first, right, and then the rock fell out rest. of the tree. Right. Um, and that's when they realized that Michael had run out of the music store, gotten home, somehow beat them home through all this ordeal. If you remember, it was a twenty-minute drive. So, right. did he catch a car? Did how did all that happen? What was the time frame? We have no idea. Right, but right. somehow beat them all home and um, climbed up into a tree. And uh, this is just another learning experience, you know, that kind of like what we were talking about last week. Um, and what's, I have a funny story about that, but um, it was, it was uh, I can't speak. This I'm done. story is
1: amazing. <laughs> Please keep telling it. <laughs> so,
0: so last week um, we had talked about um, being more present and I mentioned the story about driving to, on the road to work and there was that like pretend sheep a right. few months ago. Right. I was driving home today. I don't know what made me think of it, but I happened to look quick and it's a different sheep now.
1: So did they it's, change it?
0: They changed it. Yep. It's a different sheep. It's pointing in a different direction. That's so yeah, it's changed.
1: That's that's so funny because I just read about, I don't know where this house was. I, I wanted to do some research, but there was this house somewhere where people would drive by, and on the porch, there'd be mannequins. Mm-hmm. But they would, whoever, they don't know who did it, but the mannequins would end up going back into the house, and in the morning, they'd be back out. Like, someone was moving them around, and no one lived in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting I'm like, that's fantastic. Like, that's so good. good.
0: <laughs> so that's when we find Michael. Um, and it turned out that Brandon actually saw... Uh, Michael before everyone ran in inside, but uh, Michael told him not to, you know, kind of caught his eye and told him not to say anything. And the whole point was that when you are familiar with a place, it's very easy to have blind spots. Excuse me. And um, so it became another teaching moment how they're, while they are paying attention and, and learning from their mistakes, they're still not where Michael wants them to be and, and as in tune and, and finely tuned as they they need to be for what's upcoming.
1: Right. So, And I and, it, and it's so true because I think we mentioned this before, like, I could get around my house with the lights off, yep. right? I mean, it's a little different mm-hmm. now because we have a small dog and that dog right. tends to stand right by our feet, but yeah. in most cases, I can get around, and he's there's some times I don't see him because he's such a light color, so he blends mm-hmm. into like the couch and everything. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it makes sense because when you come home, it's kind of like muscle memory, and you just do everything. Mm-hmm. get into the house, right. you do this, you do that, and Yep. It's true. If if there was, God forbid, someone around, you may not notice them.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it, when when they were talking about Michael and Brandon, uh, Michael says, "Thank you to Brandon. Uh, you are my favorite. The others are blind and deaf." And then, um,
1: I do have something to say to that. Yeah, go for it. So this the, it made me think. So, as I've said, my wife is hard of hearing. My mother in law is deaf. Right. So. In a situation where I feel like that's an interesting thing to state for the simple reason that if they're blind, if he's saying that they're both blind and deaf, I get that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you're deaf, you're going to be more aware of your surroundings than a person that's not. Right. And if you're blind, you're typically going to hear more mm-hmm. than the average person if you're not. So he's saying blind and deaf. So he's yep. saying that this they're, they were both. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way that they could have potentially missed them. Because right. I thought about that. If if I was coming to my house and I was blindfolded, I would use my hearing as much as possible to understand what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. But if I was deaf, visually, I'd be like looking everywhere right. to know what's around me. So it's, it's interesting because even though we say listen and focus, it's not just, it may not be listening. It may like. Listening may be okay, if you're blind, you may be listening, but if you're deaf, you're listening with your eyes in a sense. Right. Because you're watching that. So it's just when he said that I was like, huh.
0: hmm
1: It makes sense. Because if he yep. said they were would, they were deaf, it wouldn't have worked because they still would have been aware. And I say yeah. So that that yeah. was just my tidbit.
0: <laughs> and and this kind of sums up the whole thing, um, talking about how they ran past him and and how Victor saw the track. Um, this is what Michael says. He said yes, you did very well until you saw the track. You allowed it to control your focus and boost your ego. Once that happened, you stopped looking and listening. All of you. You allowed Victor to pull you away from wide angle awareness to a very narrow focus. This is a time to narrow there is a time to narrow your focus, but this wasn't it. All of your senses were absorbed by the track. If your goal was to find me, you succeeded, but you chose you chose a dangerous method. We can't afford to let that happen again. And then he goes on and says, you see, Brennan noticed me right away because he has never been to your house. Like a child, he took in everything as new. He looked all around, right and left, up and down. The rest of you are blind because you know the place too well. You have focus points which create blind spots. One of your focus points is right here, right there. He pointed to my front door. As soon as you pulled up and looked at the door, that looked at the door, that, it was, that was it. Life was over. Life did not start again until you went inside. All I did was find a blind spot and sit in it. You were so blind I actually climbed down the tree to make the track. Um, I knew I could get you with that. So even more crazy.
1: And then and then it goes on to say that um he's like where is Jonathan? You know, we need to find Jonathan. And right. they're looking around calling for Jonathan's name and Victor stated that he saw something come out of the ground and Mm -hmm. Brandon fell backwards saying snake. And to their surprise, it was actually Jonathan and Victor apparently was standing on him while this was all happening. Uh, But they, he, they were so quote unquote blind to the situation that they didn't even notice that he was under those pile of leaves. Yep. And then it goes further, further to say that because they were so used to what they were doing they went back inside, right, after they, Jonathan cleaned himself off. And once they were inside, they saw Isis and Uncle Clyde. Mm-hmm. And Victor just couldn't understand how it was possible that they were in the house before and didn't even notice them. Right. Uh, and then uh, Michael says, Let's go. We have one more exercise for you. Yep. And then Sifu. And a couple things them.
0: before we get to that. Um, so the first thing, I think the other thing that caused the blindness was the situation. Okay. You know, so, you know, when you get into, you know, they thought they had lost Michael or something happened to him serious, you know, and because of that, I think that caused some of the blindness because of the, the panic that had set in, you know, instead of taking the time to, you know, calm down and relax and think things through, they missed a lot of things because of that kind of panic. I know I've been in situations that are similar where a situation happens and You know, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by the situation and not think clearly. Right. I think that was part of it.
1: Oh, I agree. I think uh, like we've we've said this before. I think a lot of this shares Victor's mental health. Now, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I don't know what he has, but when you read this book or you listen to this book, you can kind of hear and feel his anxiety that he may have or or this and that. And he talks about so many different levels. Absolutely. That at that moment, you're so hyper-focused and trying to find this person that you're not looking around at everything. You're thinking the worst. Yeah. You're thinking, the which they were, they were thinking the worst. They thought the phasers got him and you know, so absolutely. I, I think that creates an issue with the situational awareness.
0: Yep. And then speaking of the phasers, Michael says, this is exactly how phasers work. They condition you to stop paying attention then before you know it your whole life has been diminished when that happens you diminish mediocrity or less becomes the norm the sad thing is that most people don't ever notice
1: well it's funny because i was talking to a friend we were, just, we were texting earlier and we were talking about time and i know the previous what was it there was the previous chapter they talk about time and we mm-hmm. were talking about how time is relative right yep. and which is what the book talks about is time is relative and they made a comment that you know when you're seven years old, like looking at 35 looks like it's so far away, right? But when you turn 35, the years just go by you so quickly. Yep. And and I w- and I, I my response was based upon the book is that you talk about how the fact that like when you're seven, your mind is so open to everything that you're taking it all in, that mm-hmm. time is giving you the ability to take it all in. Right. Whereas like when you hit 35, you've had 35 years on this planet. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're still not taking stuff in, you're still not learning, but you're not as open. Right. And I think that it just bleeds into this chapter. If you're not open, you're not seeing everything. Yep. And I think that's something that I, I try to work on. You know, like we talk about this book and how, that's one thing I try to, I try to be more open to be more aware of what's going on and take yeah. in more information. Like, I'm 43 years old. I don't want to stop everything. Like I want to keep taking as much information as possible. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to learn more. You know, I want, I don't want time to fly by and I'm like, uh, where's this going? Mm -hmm. You know, my son's going to be seven in January. I feel like seven years has gotten by so quickly. Yeah. You know, but to him, it probably felt like forever.
0: Yeah. And I was just like, when I was talking last, last week about the podcast, like I've been in Ohio for 10 years. I had no idea. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, I've been here for six years. No, I've been here for 10. Right.
1: And then you're saying that you're driving the other day with your mother and that's when you notice the sheep on a drive that you do all the time.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So that and that just goes to show you how it's almost a societal thing. You're so hooked Mm -hmm. into what you have to do to survive, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. that you don't have the opportunity to really see what's going on around you. And unless you're with somebody taking that focus off the road like you had experience with your mother you're never going to see it you may want to you may be driving down the road and be like what's up you can't move your head (laughs) you can't turn right yep but uh, yeah it's 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 crazy and and you know like i said at 43 it's weird to think that way yeah i I don't consider myself old but i don't consider myself myself young you know Right. I don't consider myself, myself middle age because I'm sorry. I'm going to make it to 50 and then middle age is there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it to 100. Yeah. I'd like to.
0: Yeah. Maybe. And if, like, think about it this way. Like, <laughs> like, we've been out of school longer than we were in school at this point. Yep. Well, not you because you went to grad school and you were in school longer than I was. So you have a couple extra years on me.
1: Well, I didn't go to grad school until I was in my 30s.
0: Yeah, but you still have more
1: But let's, just, let's more use, schooling. But if let's use high school. Right. Because most people don't, you know, let's, you know, most a lot of people don't go to college. Let's use high school. Yeah. You graduate 17, 18 years old, mm-hmm. you're 35. Yeah. We're more than half, we're more than that time away from graduation yeah. from high school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's been. And it
0: doesn't feel like that to me at know, all. No, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't. I don't. I don't feel that way at all. I don't. And I graduated my master's in 2013. So it's been two years. As of May, it's been two years that I've graduated that, this past May. 10 years. You said 10 years 10 years 10 years 10 years <laughs> sorry i'm thinking 2023 i'm saying two in my head
0: someone can do <laughs> math
1: so i didn't go to school for math <laughs> but i teach your kids math no i don't i don't teach math at all i don't teach kids um but yes i like 10 years you know yep. it doesn't feel like 10 years but it's been 10 years since i've graduated with my master's yeah you know, and that was a personal preference. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have to get it. But
0: yeah. and to be fair to you, you know, you said two years. It does feel like two years ago.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It does. You it know. doesn't feel like it's been ten years. Yes. Absolutely. Like I remember the day. De- I remember everything I did. There's a couple people I still interact with. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like we're not like friends, friends, but like it's those acquaintances. Like how's everything going? And, but it's it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that long ago. Sometimes yeah. high school doesn't feel like that long ago.
0: No. No.
1: You know, where time is relative. Yep. You know, if you're thinking of something of that time, you don't go to yourself. Oh, my goodness. You, you just you you don't think about it. I was talking to um one of our listeners that on especially on the live show. Um, She's a friend of mine that I've known since uh, we've known each other since 1999. Because that's when you came into the college, right? Mm hmm. Yep. So was that 20?
0: Twenty-four years.
1: Twenty-four years now. How nuts! Is it? it doesn't feel like twenty-four years. No. It feels like so much longer because of you. <laughs> I've known
0: you, so I've known you longer than I went to went to like school. Yeah. That, that's that's crazy. That's
1: nuts. No, I totally I agree. Yeah. It's nuts. It's funny when I was working at a when I was working at Apple, it got to the point where I was closer to age with the people that were older than me than. The people that were getting hired. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and one of them was a mother of the of one of the kids that was hired, which made it, I was closer <laughs> to, each to the mother than I was to the, which made it even his more. Like I don't care. Like it's It was mm-hmm. just hysterical to yeah. think of that gap. Yep. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. it's just everything's relative. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is and that's a lot of what this book is. It's kind of everything's kind of relative. Yep. Like there's a there's a whole play on that being present yeah. like the lawyer he just wants his present Yep. you did say that in the yeah you did read it in the podcast i did <laughs> i'm referencing something that's off, <laughs> off mic and just never, i was like what are they talking about <laughs> where, uh, where you go um, so this is I, so now we're getting into them preparing yes. to essentially uh, go up against the phasers. Mm-hmm. And this is where our journey is going into. And then there's yep. uh and then it, the book ends like with the voice of Michael. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a very cool way to end it. Yeah. And it made like every every time I I listen to it on the audiobook and I actually listen to that chapter multiple times because mm-hmm. at the because at the end of the chapter I'm like you're trying to figure out and I don't want to say anything cuz I don't want to give it away but you're trying to like mm-hmm. really figure out what he's saying. It's very interesting. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and if you're not listening to the audiobook, I would, I would say buy the audiobook just so you could hear the last chapter.
1: Yeah. Borrow it from Libby. Do whatever you can just yeah. to hear that last chapter. The audiobooks are phenomenal. There's a reason yes. why they were Grammy nominated. There's music in it. The, the transitions are great. Victor Reuton reads the book. It's so well read. The yep. characters are read by different people. Mm-hmm. Majority of them are those people that they are. Like it's just, yep. it's a well done production, but it really immerses you in the book. You know, so when I read yep. the book now, I'm able to kind of like put the voices on the characters because I have yep. something to go with it.
0: Yeah, and if you if you follow any of Victor's stuff, like if you listen to the audiobook and then listen to like his recordings, you'll recognize the voices. Like you can hear Michael in in, in his his music, and right. you can hear other people that are that are voiced in the book in Victor's music, yeah. which is really kind of cool.
1: It's it's a very cool way of how he wrote his feelings, his thoughts, his philosophy, or whatever into these books mm-hmm. and blended it into his music. Yep. Or vice versa, he took what he put into his music, you know. But yeah. On a on a random note, Jacob mm-hmm. Collier. Collier, yep. he's going to be playing New York, New York in April really? yeah
0: he is um, so at this point it's already come out but he is releasing a live uh, concert film tomorrow which is October 18th so um, if you follow him on YouTube it's there um, oh it's a YouTube film?
1: Out. yeah Okay. So af- well, so this episode comes out it's out already on YouTube. Yep. Came out on October 18th.
0: Yep. I'll try to remember to put, because I'll probably edit this tonight and upload it tonight. I'll try to remember to put the link in. That's awesome. The show notes.
1: That's so. very cool. Talk about a talent.
0: Yeah. He's, and his and new album comes out in February? And he's young. Fourteenth, or Yeah, he is.
1: It's like Hannah Wicklin, who has got a new album coming out in January. She's young too. It sounds like yep. she's playing for 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. same thing with him. his ability is just yeah far beyond his age. yep, that's it. I don't I think that's it for tonight what? that's it's another another nice short one for them, yeah so so we have included this one, six more chapters left in the book, which is gonna take yep. us right up to after. Thanksgiving. Uh, Easter, Thanksgiving, just before Easter, <laughs> Easter. <laughs> right after Thanksgiving. Uh, so just keep listening because we're gonna change things up when uh, mm-hmm. when September comes, no, when December comes, and yes. um, uh, it'll be cool, it'll be a fun time. And yeah. remember, Friday nights at eight o'clock Kyle goes live. Uh, Sundays we go live at seven thirty, and we do have an Instagram, we do have an X or Twitter. And we do have a Discord. Please check us out there. And we do have a YouTube. We have a YouTube where these audio versions come out in video version a couple weeks after. And on every Friday, there's some bloopers that are put out. Everything's in the show notes. Check them out. Click on the Linktree link. And um, that's that's it, really. Yep, that's it. Thank you for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Turn on the Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Click on the link tree in our show notes to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on our Discord. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music.